welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. What's up, Drama Free? Coming here, episode 21. We've made it 21 weeks in a row. How's Our that podcast can officially drink. Our podcast yeah, we, can officially drink. Absolutely, we are we are of, of age now. So uh, <laughs> we have on the episode we have Steve and a couple of guest callers here. Uh, we have Josh Anderson, and uh, well, Stop. I just brought somebody live. That uh, we got we got a couple of extra hosts here. Who we got on the line here besides Josh? Steve. What's up? What's up, Chad? Who we got? What's up, Chad? It's Will, Will Davis, man. What's going on? Jim O'Kay. Who? Oh, do we Jim. got Jim? Okay. Oh, oh, yep. here we go. I think uh, Steve, instead of number five or number seven, we're going to number five here. Um, nice. We got some great topics here. Um, we got Jim, who uh, from the group here. Gave us this topic. Was it STL ABE or nah? <laughs> yeah, the I think that was Craig. Pay lobby or nah? <laughs> I think it's Saint Lab. Saint Lab. Saint Lab or nah? The 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 Saint Louis area beer enthusiasts. Well, uh, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> All right, so community, so bullet points here: community <laughs> dynamics in beer-based groups. How's that oh, work? Oh God! <laughs> so, are you guys in this St. Louis uh, area beer enthusiast group? Is that is, Jim? Is that why you uh, added to the to the content oh, request? So, oh, so that that place has has at least at least one or two dumpster fire posts a week. And oh, it wow. is hey. absolutely <laughs> fantastically entertaining. Nice. I love the so reference of dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a couple other local sites that people talk about stuff and and will trade on, but the the St. Louis area beer enthusiast is totally public. Anybody gets in, and the the shit posting and just ridiculousness. It, it, do people, it can get out. Do of people ever get time. booted from it? Do people ever get the boot? Oh, oh yeah, there was there was a good one. You should follow along. There was a good one there where where two idiots decided to chug beers while they were driving their car down the highway. Oh, that was yeah, that was recent. That was like a big <laughs> and, and and I I don't know if they I don't know if they if they recorded it and then posted it or if they did it live, but regardless, they they chugged some narrow gauge beers while they were driving down the highway. And and posted it to this page, and we're summarily kicked by by one of our drama free members who happens to be an admin of the group. Okay. And 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 uh, the I don't know how many comments long it is, but it's it's probably approaching 500 at this point. Oh my god! And, that's and that happened. Uh, I think that happened yesterday morning. But yeah, it's 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 a there's a regular uh, a, a regular post at least once or twice a week that turns into some sort of ridiculousness because somebody either cops an attitude 
or posts a trade that is absolutely completely and totally out of line and then gets offended by it when somebody says, yeah, you're not close. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is it like a trade group? Do people try to just get one over on trades, or is that what the majority of it is? It's kind of a it's kind of a free for all. People post trades. People talk about their beers, and and some of our more famous posters in in recent months um, and year year and a half, I guess, have been people who are are new and don't quite figure out as quickly as most do that buying your shelfies and posting pictures of them with how awesome that beer is kind of, kind of gets old real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those are the people who tend to get made fun of and uh, those, trying- those people and, and the ones who post, you know, six, four packs of dragon's milk for a, uh, <laughs> a, a BBT or a mama. Right. Nice. They're trying to build that by their own hey, well, well, yeah, no, Oh, Jim, and then if, they get so if, mad when people are like, yeah, that's not close. If I post uh, a... Yeah, uh, hey, hey, four sometimes pack, you got to add, man. Sometimes you got to add. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I post a four-pack of, uh, like, you know, Forest Gold Money and some Assassin all that, am I getting made fun of? If, if you post what? Uh, a a four-pack of uh, TG Bombers. Uh-huh. Chad, you gotta add. You you gotta add for uh, Dragon's Milk, man. You gotta add. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, man. It's, Come on, man. It's, variants, it's, dude. They're variants. You gotta add. <laughs> yeah. They hide and, them in the back of the store. They're worth more. <laughs> it's and and it's it's the post and, and 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 usually it doesn't get out of hand if people take the take the suggestion well, but. When when they get mad about being told, "Hey, you're not close," that's when stuff usually gets out of hand, and and the trolls come out, and and it you know, is it is absolutely ruthless. The problem well, with that is, is that everybody's got their they they've got their okay. I know what this beer is worth type thing in groups, and everybody has their own opinion of what they think it's worth. And then they just throw in their own two cents on it, and and you know it may be validated, especially in the secondary groups. Like everybody's like, oh well, you need to add, you need to add. Some people are like, ah, yeah, you know, maybe you're right because this is worth this and this is worth that. But like, you shouldn't well, get right. pissed and, off and, at people. And, and, I mean, and, even and, even if it's a dollar for dollar trade, like you shouldn't get pissed off if if you know. It, if you're looking for like a vintage bottle, yeah, you're not gonna get a hundred percent dollar for dollar for that. But I mean, just throw a couple extras or something, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, and, I know that and, I, that doesn't work like that I way think. in our group for most things. But like, I mean, most people in drama free, like they, I mean, they know. All right, yeah, that's a fucking awesome bottle, but. You know, I'm gonna have to throw in some extra. We got a couple of people. A couple calls for some time. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad got electrocuted. All right, no, there we go. Now we're now we're back. That was Will Davis. I had to like go down the line here. So let me ask you, Jim. Will this uh, will the Will Davis, if you're listening? Hang up and call back because your fucking phone is terrible. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you: Would would 
with the you know the dumpster fire of a group we're talking about here, would they be better with controlled admins? Oh, there's there's a there's a little bit of control, but it's it's mostly a it, there's it, it's it's such an inviting group for noobs that you're gonna have some of that regardless, right? Um, and 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 like I said, sometimes it gets out of hand. Usually it's pretty tame, but it it just it just attracts idiots. And, and because like there's eight thousand people in this group now. I mean it's growing. When I when I joined shit. it like when I joined it probably two and a half three years ago, it was probably at maybe thirty five hundred tops. Uh huh. So it's grown by leaps and bounds as the St. Louis beer, you know, following has grown. And and like I said, that that particular that particular page is like the easiest thing to find for St. Louis beer. And mm-hmm. once you find that, you kind of get you kind of get clued into some of the other groups that are better for, you know, more, more, uh, I guess, uh, more civil discussion and actual trades where things are moderated. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's a good introduction. It was the first beer page I was ever a member of. Um, and well, I, I had the question. It's obviously of, gotten uh, me places. I, I, so, I had, Chad, that's kind of like, that's kind of like QCBT to drama free. <laughs> Right. Well, I, I will think, say it's. Oh, go ahead. Oh, we have a call. Hello. How many hey, people we got Jordan. on this line? Oh, hi, Jordan. Oh, it's a lady. Hi, lady. All right, watch your mouth, boys. I ah, Jordan's here. <laughs> no, I probably not have to, the worst uh, mouth of all of you. Oh, good. Well, not to shit all over this group too much, that. especially if there's a drama-free uh, admin there. But um, is there any like redeeming qualities about? It? Like, is it a cool, fun group at least? Does it do some trades get done, or is it like a fun time? Does at least a couple guys nah. have some fun. No? Nah. Or like, really? QCBT used to be fun. It's just on the toilet. QCBT's uh, a dumpster fire anymore. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's usually I'm, mostly just entertaining for the dumpster fire that it is, and and for trolling people who are idiots. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what that's what QCBT is anymore. It, right. it, it turned into a dumpster fire, and like, it needs to be purged and restructured and it's one of those things where, like, Chad and I get on there, and it's like, uh, I'm going to stay away from this. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we, so, it's pretty much it, trolling at that rate. Well, and I was going to say, it is interesting with how big that group is. I actually just joined a uh, craft beer girls group. It's all women. Um, and they have about oh, 9,000 members. 9,000. Um, and they actually really? break it off into subgroups by states. Um, Holy which shit. is really cool. And they do meetups yeah, cool. throughout the entire United States. And it is funny because you'll see the ones that are a little bit newer into the craft beer scene. So you're kind of chuckling a little bit, you know, when right. they say certain breweries are their favorite, you're like, Oh my, you have not even experienced what well, is out there. Isn't um, it, the, isn't it the responsibility of the group to kind of like help them along and not laugh at them and like, you know, no, and that's red, exactly red what shit on their trades. Like, no, and that's saying, exactly yeah. what happens. It's really cool. I mean, for a group Good, full yeah. of girls, there is very little drama. Like, I do not okay, see so. drama at all, which is shocking <laughs> with that many females. <laughs> you know Here's why? You know why? Is the, because I think the difference most the of those girls of are most of those girls are like down dudes. 
<laughs> they like they love craft beer. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I like that's I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all. Like no, they no. they like they realize that like they love beer, they they love hanging out, like they don't want any of the drama and shit like that. Like they all right, they, all right, they're all like right. down people. Yeah. It, it's okay. definitely a cool so, group. Yeah, so if you want to give a shout out real quick, Jordan, go ahead, uh on the show. Give a shout out to the group name if you guys are recruiting members. Um It is actually gonna, um mm-hmm. craft it's Craft Beer Girls, uh Beer and Body. Um it's a okay. woman that uh started it. They she has a, an entire um company called Beer and Body. Um so they actually have a fitness group off of it, they have a trade group off of it, uh they break down into different states. Um it's really interesting, and it is actually a very supportive group. Um, people ask different questions about styles or breweries in different areas, and people just chime in, and it's it's really cool. And I've never been a part of a group where I post something and I feel like, and not dissing you guys because Drama Free is awesome, but you really just get a lot of, you know, likes and people asking, oh, what's that brewery like? You know, tell me a little bit about it, things like that, and it's it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you got like a comfort zone there, right? Yeah, and I've never had an issue with anyone in that group. Like I said, it's all been very just supportive, and everyone kind of cheers each other right. on. So, like I said, whether it's beer or like I said, they have a fitness group, they'll be like, "Hey, I'm having this issue. What can, what is your guys' suggestion?" And you'll have, you know, 25 different women <laughs> giving them suggestions. It's it's really neat. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, Chad, you know, uh, well, Chad I think in uh, in our haste, we, we started without even asking what everyone was drinking. Yeah, that's we exactly We just went right into the, the dumpster <laughs> fire. That was. Dove right in. Uh, so, um, so, Steve, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, a Main and Mill IGDU. I don't know if that's an acronym for something, but uh, this was sent in a box to me from Matt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher his last name. Coop Furley, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, comfortably. Yeah, he sent me a box because he asked for some help with some coffee beers. So me and the, the other Jersey Steve, uh, we decided to just bomb the hell out of his porch. Uh, and he was so thankful. He sent a really, really awesome box that I posted yesterday. And this was one of the two IPA cans that he sent me. And yeah, I told him. He said drink it soon. So I was like, you know what? I'll drink it on the podcast tomorrow night. Fantastic, so, Josh. What are you drinking? Nice. I am uh, drinking a King uh, Fallen Flag, which is the uh, the triple dry hop uh, yeah. <clears throat> version of Fallen Flag that uh, Dan Miller sent me the other day. It is a freaking treehouse killer. Fantastic. Yeah, I, like, I like to hear that. Of, going on like that. Had, uh, Julius had is one of my favorite show. beers. Yeah. It, it, it like Julius is one of my favorite beers, and the King Fall of Flag like kills it all day. Like I would drink that over anything all day, and it it just like it, for Midwest style New England IPAs, it it like narrow gauge is killing it right now, just killing it. Fantastic so, narrow it, uh, narrow gauge is the truth, boys. Yeah, oh, well, it's, it's a delicious brew for sure. <laughs> well, nice. David, bald head man. What hey guys, got? what's going? What's oh, I uh, Craig brought me some beers the other day, and so I'm trying one of those. It's a uh, IPA called Snapper. 
It's from Log Boat Brewing Company. It's somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somebody's heard of it. All right. It's, um, it's in it's in it's in Columbia, Missouri. It's about two hours from St. Louis. Yeah, all it has is a star on there. So I was trying to figure out where that was. So thank you for the help on that one. So from Columbia, yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty good. We got some nice little peachy pear notes to it. They make nice. they make some interesting stuff. They've uh, they've got a, a couple of different little kind of not not mainstream type styles that they make that are pretty good. One of them is called Mammut, and they've got a couple of different versions of that that they make. Oh, nice. Yeah, this one's uh, this one's really good. I like their slogan: uh, "Keep your paddle wet." Ah, Where was that from? Was that I Lookout? Like it. I get it. Yeah, I like it. It's hey Log- Jim, what are you drinking? <laughs> Logboat in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, I am actually drinking something from up in your neck of the woods. I got a uh, got a box from a guy in Nebraska uh, late last week, early this week, uh, and uh, I got a little uh, sixteen ounce can of Pompeii going tonight. No bullshit. Dump that out. I'll send you better beer. <laughs> oh, Pompeii. <laughs> the Pompeii I, cans that was, that are terrible. That was that was oh, they're garbage, dude. They're super garbage. <laughs> that was one, that was one of the extras he threw in. I've also got a uh, uh, God, what's the what's the hazy bottle? Uh, uh gold nugget. No, gold nugget cans are really good. What'd you say? Pseudo oh, Sue? Is it is it pseudo Sue? Yeah, there's a. Jordan, yeah, I do have. I do have a, a like it's a double dry hop pseudo too I think, and then okay. and then Dude, uh, double dry hop Sioux right now is the best citra based fucking double dry hop IPA. Help, help me out! Help me out with a couple of the other bombers, the IPA bombers. Um, so so you have like double dry hop, and then you have mosaic dry hop, and then you have hop slam. Mosey and uh, Mosey is out right now, but the double dry hop, which is the citra version, is fucking amazing. So is fire. No, all right. no, there's, there's all right. Hey, di- different beers completely. I'm blanking, but whatever. They're super juicy, toppling Goliath. Yeah, stuff, yeah. So I'm absolutely drinking. I'll send you some good stuff, Jim. Uh, Jordan, what are you drinking? Um, so we actually went down to Tangled Roots, which is here in Ottawa, Illinois. Uh, tonight to Never visit our favorite it. bartender Brock Kinney, who is also in Drama Free. Um, tonight they did a randall of the spring saison through green tea and peaches. So when he shut that down, I had him throw it in a crawler for me. So I'm drinking that right now. Nice. They do okay, nice. Huh? That's nice. nice. I've heard good things. From they usually do a a randall every week. Is what they try to do. All right, so here's how this is going to go, guys. We're going to move on to our topics because we have topics uh, that we uh, we look for every Monday. I'm going to move on to the next topic here, and we'll call your name. We're ready for you guys to respond. You can you can definitely, if you have an opinion, you know, hit me up and say you want to respond. But uh, let let's do this in orderly fashion. Um, we have a topic here. Uh, Submitted by Craig Neller. Um, secondary market by breweries. Do breweries hold back to see a market and release more later at inflated price? 
So, how mad are you? Absolutely. If it, right, right, they do, they do. But how mad are you? Is, is that their right to hold back releases? And um, I mean, you know, uh, hold on, Josh. Is that is that their right to hold back releases and then sell it in like a seller sale, like a special event sale? Um, you know, I mean, it's their product, their profit. Is that the right? You know, so we'll start with Steve here, or we'll, we'll go to Josh first. Josh, you, you obviously you want to talk. Me and you have been there at the seller sales for TG. What do you think? I, well, I mean, Goose Island has done this for years. Like for like years, and I'm talking years. Like I've been at the craft game for like ten years. Like Goose Island has done this forever, and I mean it's their beer, so they can do what they want with it at that rate. I mean, if people are gonna pay for it, then I mean that's their choice. I mean it's kind of shitty that like the whole Jay Wakefield thing that just went on. Like the dude's trying to sell fucking bottles for like seven fifty, eleven hundred. And stuff like that. Like, that's bullshit. And, I mean, if you want to put a little more on it because you've aged it and you've held it back, great. But don't fucking put, like, 11,000% on tacked onto it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right. Yeah, Steve, what do you think? Um, you know, well, it, the question of is it their right, it's totally their right. You know, it's their beer, it's their property. They can do what they want. It doesn't mean we have to like it or buy it. Um, I definitely would not buy any beer at those prices. That was when I saw that Jay Wakefield uh, screenshot. I, I, my head almost exploded. I mean, that's yeah, that that's was fucking ridiculous. terrible. Especially, especially because uh, people were saying how he donated those two bottles to the to the Parkland mm-hmm. shooting, mm-hmm. and then what is what is that? Two thousand dollars? If they're a thousand dollars each, that's like right. But right, like yeah, all the other nice. bottles that's that he was nothing. like clearing there were like thirty thousand. Well, exactly. Apparently, apparently, the bottles that got sold for those those ridiculous prices today, the, that money is apparently also going to charity, is is what I've been okay, told. Okay, see, from from right. well, and I didn't. Okay, right. So I was well, about to like, say, if he if if it came out that that was happening, I would respect it because I, if I, you're going to do a seller sale, yeah. I thought. Oh, I'll respect the hell out of that. Yeah, no, I, but, I I like it then at that point, and then th- then I would think about buying a beer at that price. Trillium does a seller sale well, every Sunday, and I don't think they they raise prices at all on what they first released anything with. It's always twenty twenty two bucks for a bottle, you know. So well, and and that's, hey, Steve, I need some Trillium. You need some Trillium. Absolutely. You need some trillium I mean, like oh. the the craft brewery community. Most of the people that have breweries and are, are brewer-owned, they, you know, they contribute to a lot of charities. But I don't know, that Jay Wakefield thing was, like, terrible. If if he doesn't donate it. If he does donate it, it's, not, it's no longer terrible. It's actually I mean, if he donates it, fucking great. But, like, those prices are, like, way asinine at that rate. Yeah. I don't even know what type of beers they were. Someone told me that at Wakefest they were buying, but they made 25 bottles of a beer, and it was $2,000. And I was like, what could possibly be $2,000? That is absurd. I mean, tell me wrong. They're super adjuncty stouts. They are. They're adjunct stouts, and they're like Miami Madness. It's fucking great. Haterade was awesome. 
Like they make good beer. Don't get me wrong, but all right, they're all right, way so, overhyped. All right, we've talked about this before, but uh, Jim, what do you think? So I, I think some of this, some of this uh, discussion spawned from uh, Craig Meller's post about uh, side projects not, yeah. not releasing, not releasing all of their bottles to go, and keeping stuff on site. Which, you know, grand scheme of things, you're you're probably getting beer in more people's mouths the way they do it than you would if you just released everything and just let it let it fly. And and yeah, they're they're charging a premium for the stuff that you drink on site. Typically it's an extra ten bucks for a seven fifty and an extra five bucks for a, a three seventy five. But you know, at the same time you're getting you're you're getting to drink the beer. Which which in our group is really what it's all about. It's not about, you know, Trading it for the biggest bottle you can you can get. So I don't know. I, I I have I have less of a problem with doing it the way they do it. I mean, yeah, their prices are high to begin with. Um, but you know, law of supply and demand. People are people are buying their beer, um, and they're they're selling out for the most part of especially the limited stuff. Um, some of their day to day stuff hits for three, four, five months maybe. Um, but, you know, if you have an opportunity to go drink barrel-aged coffee shop vibes or beer barrel time or derivation eight or whatever on site and you have to pay a premium, you know, you're probably splitting that bottle three or four ways anyway. So it's not costing you more than 15, 20 bucks a person. And you're getting to drink, you know, probably one of the most sought-after beers that is going generally – for for a lot of their stuff, anywhere between five hundred and twelve, fifteen hundred dollars on the secondary market, and you're paying sixty bucks a bottle top. So Jim, at I'm, the end of the I'm, day, I'm coming down there, man. You know, I'm coming down there. If I have the the, the chance to split those beers for fifteen, twenty bucks a person, I'm there, man. Um, I'm, exactly. I, I'm going to make a St. Louis trip here soon. So yeah, that, that definitely, you know, Jordan. Uh, um, what do you think? I would say. I think it's crappy when beer, when breweries hold back beers and then charge a premium. I mean, just flat it out. I, I don't think that's right. That's just my opinion. But the thing is that I guess my biggest pet peeve, I think that on-site consumption is all right to a point. But for somebody, say, like us, who are far from, you know, certain breweries, like side projects, things like that, there are things that I really want to try. And for it to be only on-site consumption – can be very difficult for us sometimes, no matter how many people we have with us. Because the thing is, is that we may be just doing a day trip or whatever. I like the way that they do it because they don't necessarily charge a ridiculous premium for it. Um, it's still relatively, you know, comparable to their normal prices, which to me, it's kind of like, okay, if you're going to charge close to your normal prices, that's fine. But, like I said, the on-site consumption to me sometimes bothers me just because we're typically doing the day trip. So it's like somebody has to hold back on trying different things when, okay, if we could take it home, we're still going to try it with probably the same people we have with us. <laughs> Not everyone is that way, and I hate the secondary market, but there's always going to be someone that's going to pay that premium. 
And that's kind of what's wrong with some of that secondary stuff because there's always going to be at least one person that is going to pay a ridiculous price for a beer that is worth, you know, face value much yeah, less I than mean, what people are charging. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, we're gearing up for the Assassin Day release, and they're they're talking about Seller Cell. They're talking about, you know, Assassin variants, and I'm gearing up for it. I'm one of those, you know, those idiots that will, you know, we, we've talked about, and we have a drama-free Assassin thread, Josh part of it, um, that will pay the premium to try the good beers. You know, if, we, if I get to split it, you know, a couple ways with, you know, drama-free members and we get to enjoy these whales, I'm all yeah. for it. You know, I mean, it's their beer. Second, and that's the way to do it. Secondary aside, right. Secondary aside, it's their beer. If they want to sell the beer on site, drink only, that's their right. They can do it. They made the beer. They can name the price. They know what's going for on secondary because, trust me, every brewery is on secondary. They can do it. Oh, most so, definitely. You know, Especially I mean, Right. Perennial and Side Project, they can do it too. I mean, they're, they're big names. They know people are going to pay for it. If, if people want to pay for it, let them pay for it. You know what? They're making money. Everybody's happy in the long run. We didn't get the beer. We didn't get the ticket, the lottery. We didn't get to the release. You know what? F it. Let's drink some beer. Yeah, I think that- that it, that's where it comes into where it also depends on your friends and things like that, too, because we got Morning Delight tickets, you know, a couple of years in a row. I actually got them. Dave kind of does not have luck with lotteries, but um, we <laughs> will open those beers with people. I mean, we literally one night, I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday, Brock from the group came over and we just opened a morning delight with him, you know, this year with the 12 ounce bottle. Like we are not stingy on who we share our beer with. And that's the nice thing about the beer culture as a whole is that you get that, you know, people are willing to share those great beers with friends. And I feel like to me, that's what it's all about. All right. So, so yeah, to, to, to your point there, Jordan, I, I, huh? I have a buddy up in Chicago that, that I, I have sent uh, both a barrel aged Nebraska's and a, and a Maman. And he, for whatever reason, oh, gets lucky. So good. It, it, he gets lucky in these lotteries, you know, he's, he 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 sent me a box of well I I picked up a box of vintage Goose Island stuff from him for cost mm-hmm. he he gave That's me awesome. he just dropped he just dropped one of those twelve ounce morning delights in the box that he had for me along with a bunch <laughs> of the 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 uh, the uh, the hugs the big hugs stuff from mm-hmm. uh, from Half Acre oh from you know, yeah Half Acre uh, big hugs is yeah. awesome the label is you know, probably one of the best parts about that beer. And the uh, the you artist know, it, is one of my traders. <laughs> nice, but yeah, I mean, you 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 take care of people, and and you end up with stuff, you know, in in uh, on yourself that that people are paying double, triple, quadruple what what you gave mm-hmm. up for it because you know you you've got relationships out there. Exactly. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the next uh, topic here. I think you guys, all of the, the group here, will find uh, interesting. Um, this one was from Donovan, um, Label Art Trend. So, you know, there, there, there's a, 
you know, I've, I'm guilty where I will go after beer purely because of the label. I know Jordan does it too for oh, the, uh, I for the upside sure down do label. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I would I go over, over that. So, so point A here, simplicity versus elaborate. Like what's your, what's your style label? What do you like? Do you like the, uh, um, do you like the uh, simple label? Do you like the more elaborate labels? <laughs> I think if I can call her in here for a minute, I think my favorite labels in the business right now is Angry Chair. I think the like the neo gothic noir mm. style that that tattoo artist does is incredibly beautiful and simple. Um, so that's kind of my two cents. I think they they're killing the game right now. I think with Prairie's labels, they're probably the ones that tick me off the most because mm-hmm. they're the most ridiculous I and they make no sense and I don't even understand what I'm looking at um it's kind of like a Picasso <laughs> painting you know Picasso is brilliant in his own right but it makes no sense to me it's like I'm drinking a pecan beer and there's not even a single nut on the label like it's, <laughs> it's a shoe walking with the mouth I, I have no idea what it means but hey that's just me go for it Josh what do you think <clears throat> Um, I mean, yes, I'm gravitated towards awesome art labels because somebody put their heart and soul into that. And I would say probably about 75% of the time the beer is actually good with an awesome art label because most breweries, I feel, if they put an art label on there that is they paid a lot of money for, like, it better be a damn good beer. So I would say probably about 75, 75% of the time, like I'm attracted to good, good art labels on beers and probably 25% of the time I've been burned up labels and they're shitty. <laughs> yeah, I, I can agree. I went after the, uh, the, uh, the Blackhawks, uh, logo from, uh, was it the yeah, Florida Man? Hailstorm. Mm-hmm. Well, no. mm-hmm. Hailstorm had one, and then there was um, the one that Three Floyds did with Cigar City. Yep, that was it. Uh, that was can, hey, hey, Jordan, oh, you can't Florida, trust you can't trust Three Floyds. You can't yeah, trust Three Floyds. Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, can't do it. So, uh, all right, we'll go. Uh, Florida Man loses bet. I can tell you, greatest label. I chased that label. It was uh-huh. the most terrible <laughs> you thing I've ever had. It wasn't you very did. good. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. I'm not gonna lie, Chad. You did. You chased the shit out of that beer. <laughs> you know and what? I got it. Everybody has it. chased. I got it, and I was disappointed as fuck <laughs> when I uh, when I tried hey, that beer. I was like, God is- damn, I'm. That's that's there's always been a beer. There's always been a beer that somebody has chased, and everybody has hyped it up, and you're like, "Ah, why did I chase this so bad?" (laughs) It's regret. It's like yeah, it's like marrying the prom queen, and you wanted the chick that was the emo chick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is a good group to ask this question. Well, Steve, real quick. what what do you think label tra- label trend? What what do you think? Um, I I tend to lean towards 
you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I'm definitely drawn towards uh, some nice-looking labels. Hudson Valley has been killing their beers and their labels. Um, I see that they're just really good-looking. They have a great artist. I don't know if it's, like, in-house or they outsource it, but their labels are great. Um, yeah, I don't know. If if a beer is really good and the label is also good, or like, psychologically, I think it makes it taste better, but... You know, I don't think breweries think, oh, man, this beer is really good. We have to get a really good label for it because that would also imply that they think, oh, this beer is just all right, so we don't really need a good label for it. You know, I'm sure every brewer thinks that every beer they make is at least good enough for a good label. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I like, uh, I've, I've liked other halves for a while, and they've all, they've consistently killed it. The, the designer that they yeah, use is, cool is awesome. He he can do no wrong, in my opinion. Every Every beer they make is... Not only is are most of the beers good, but the labels are just top notch. So oh, know, it goes a long it goes a long way for a for a brewery's brand after a while, you know. I totally agree yeah, with that. Absolutely. Like other halves, other mm-hmm. halves, can labels are awesome. Like they, they're they're. I mean, at that rate, I mean anything that has sex on it sells too. So. So True. I mean, so, them and mail, anything but, uh, that makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely. Yeah. Okay, hey, so shout out to Boulevard. Here. Shout out Go to ahead. Boulevard though for making like super super <laughs> simple labels but incredible beer. Um, like yeah. my favorite from like Monkish was uh, uh, the three to one in Lewis. Like I had to have that beer because it was in Regulators by Warren D and Nate Dog. <laughs> like I was like <laughs> I need that beer because the fucking label says three one two in Lewis. Like. That beer was awesome too. But the label was great. There's a brewery in New Jersey, um, and they make a beer called Yaramir Lager, and uh-huh. they they put like a picture of Yager with a huge mullet on it as the label. And I was like, yeah, I need that. I need, that. I need this uh-huh. beer. I I, I, I packed it out in two cans. I brought one to my hockey and... game. It was it was amazing. <laughs> well, and I right, posted right. the latest thing for like the fuck cancer thing, and I was and like everybody like jumped on that shit. I was like, yes. All right, so side topic here. Um, what do you think though, with with all the labels and all the new cans coming out? You know, uh, Josh, I know you're Josh and Jordan. You you guys are familiar with this. The cans from TG. There's no ABV. There's no can date or Best Buy date. What do you think of that? Should should I'm all about I am all about putting your date on there. Put that date on there that you are canning that because we have a uh, liquor store here that they have stuff sit on the shelves sometimes. I mean, not stuff that people are really searching Uh, out, but every once in a while they have stuff sit there. And then it ends up being like 6 to 12 months old on IPAs. Like, I want to know when this stuff is, you know, put out there. Just so yeah. I know. I like having that. Well, I like having the ABV I, as well. I mean, that's just my curiosity, though. I feel like a Best Buy date is like kissing your sister. It's like a tie. Like, don't tell me when I should drink this beer by. Like, tell me when this beer mm-hmm. was canned so yeah, I can, like, I make the determination of whether or not I want to drink yeah. this. Like, most IPAs, like, I mean, honestly... With, like, Treehouse, some people say, like, you need this shit fresh. Like, honestly, Treehouse, like, peaks, like, three to four weeks. And it tastes way better. Like, if you get it a week in versus, like, a month in, like, 
three to four weeks, it's fucking awesome. It's way better. You How, get way more out like, of it. Look at things like Hot Slam and 120 and things uh, like that. Like Hot Slam is a barley that, wine after fucking... It is. So but you know months. what? I like barley wines. <laughs> so barley well, yeah, I mean, barley wine is life. Seriously. <laughs> and that's the thing. I would like to know candies, things like that for some of these, especially the bigger ones, because they change so much. I mean, having them fresh yeah. compared to later on are two totally different beers to me in a way. Well, sure. Yeah. I'm a, I'm I like the candidate definitely and especially if you're sending it to liquor stores I think you should definitely date when it was packaged but to not put ABV on beer is really it really really bothers me when I'm looking at something I'm drinking and I can't Agreed. I don't know how much ABV is it really bothers me it's like borderline um you know I, honestly I, don't know. I think that's against the law in some states yeah exactly it should tap. be against the law in the country it should be against the law in the entire country. And so it, Thank it's you like on tap for giving me my ABV. <laughs> because, like, some states like Ohio, like, they don't get anything above 9.5%. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. That's just sad. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty, you know. I'm with you. <laughs> All right, so. so much. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of... Uh, of, you know, putting the dates on cans so I know what I'm sending out. I know what I'm drinking. But, you know, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. I'll drink anything. So, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> but an old IPA sometimes is just so bad. I mean, it's it's, just, it's awful. It's such a chug beer, though. It's so great. No, um, it really isn't. <laughs> So, I mean, so, realistically, if you're looking at it, if an IPA is past a month, I mean, are you really not going to drink it? I mean, most IPAs. I mean, IPAs, I'll drink it because it's alcohol, but it's not, well, I know there it's you not go. what it's supposed I mean, to be. <laughs> right. I mean, once you get past a certain point, yeah, you can't drink that shit anymore. It, it, it's gone bad. But, I've, I've had I those, mean, yeah. Yeah. And it but depends I mean, because some go real bad, like, way quicker than others. Well, and that depends on the the yeast the brewer uses and how they how they how they make their beers. But like with Treehouse and like Trillium and stuff like that, like they they use a lot of oak flakes and stuff like that. And after three to four months, three to four weeks, like they start turning into a weird thing. Like they don't taste right. Like they give you headaches. <laughs> like in my opinion. <laughs> And oh, so like you get them in like beer. two to three weeks, like they're great, but it, 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 it's all dependent yeah. on how they're brewed. So all right, well, there's a so, there's a brewery in New Jersey that makes an IPA called Headaches, specifically for that reason. <laughs> that sounds awful. So True that's story. I would like to have that beer. I would like to have that beer for the experience. Carefully, wish for Treehouse man here, um, Josh over here, Treehouse. You know. Walking advertising. Every time we see him, he has a hat on. He has glasses. Um, we're we're gonna go to the next topic here: the haze craze trend from Jacob Rivera. Um, okay. Is it is the haze craze here for good? Should be. Nah. Nah. Well, it'll, I don't think happen. so. I say give it another year and it's gone. Honestly, yeah. I feel like I, it I should be around. I agree with that. I mean, it probably will be around, but I feel like it should. 
order, I think order. it should stay around. I don't necessarily think that it will stay around because I could definitely could see it, you know, phasing out. But you know what? Me being me, I don't always go for, like, the West Coast IPAs anymore. I don't always want that bitter, hop, punch-in-the-face type of beer. I want where I still get that hop flavor, but it's a little more well-rounded. I don't necessarily want the bitter with it. So that's why I like those, quote-unquote, juicy IPAs, because you really Jordan, get that you and hop I, flavor. I, I love Jordan, that you and I flavor. just completely just, like, fight and disagree, like... Like, I want, like, an IPA anymore that just punches me in the fucking it face. It depends on the day Like, I me. want the hops. Like, I'm sick of the – I'm honestly – like, I'm, I'm coming to the fact where I'm sick of the oat flake, just juicy orange juice IPA. Mm-hmm. Like, they're great. And, like, everybody – All right, let's not talk over everybody. Well, I well, no, think maybe like, I'm not that way because I don't get – those very juicy IPAs in my area, I still get the very West Coast style IPAs punching your face all the time, which I love those if I'm eating spicy food or a really hot day. But there are some days that I'm just right. like, you know what? I want something where I'm still getting that flavor, but I don't want that necessarily bitterness. Ah, but you got microphone in like Mars and all that stuff up there. Microphone's still like an hour and a half from where I live. I live in the middle of a corner. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's still Will, worth the trip. It is still worth the trip. Will, what do you think? Like, I want like an old school, like Pliny, like <laughs> punch you in the face IPA. Most days. Okay. I will. What do you think? Yeah, I'll take. I'll kind of, I'll kind of, you know, go along with what you said about Pliny. So Pliny was a long time ISO for me, and the uh, the beautiful, beautiful bearded wonder that is Chris Butler brought it over to my house one day, and. Uh, and I will say it's kind of like one of those hype beers, you know, you build it up in your head and um, it wasn't as good as you thought it was going to be. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Pliny's great. Um, and uh, and I drink it again in a heartbeat. But uh, I don't know. I'm thinking I'm thinking the haze is probably going to start fading away. I think the juice factor will still stick around. I just don't think we're going to be able to – they're going to be like stout thickness IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, – I don't know. My, I think the next biggest thing is going to be like the most ridiculous pastry stouts you've ever seen. Um, like especially after after the Prairie Dog um, adventure we went through, like people were like shoving double stuffed Oreos and graham crackers and like I mean, it was it was nuts. So that's probably what I think is going to start happening. Um, but hey, what do I know? Um, I agree. Steve, what do you think? So I guess because I'm on the East Coast, um, we've had, I guess, the haze craze for a little longer than everywhere in the country. Um, I'm with you. I think it's, you know, it's a fad, but only for certain people. Anyone who is probably getting new into to it is going to start with that. So I don't think the beers are going to go anywhere. People's, people's, uh, people's palates are going to change. I know around here, a lot of the soft styles, the soft farmhouse ales, really light, clean, crisp, good lagers are, are becoming really popular. You know, Hudson Valley really doesn't make any hazy, just IPAs. They're either sour IPAs or they're awesome uh, saisons and stuff like that, and they're getting huge hype. Uh, so I think it's here to stay, but maybe not for everyone. I think, you know, I'm definitely leaning towards, like, Suarez family. They do an amazing Pilsner. That stuff is just kind of 
it's just more easy to drink at this point. You know, your your palate can only take so much before it's like, all right, give me a little break here. Hi. Guys, I hate to interrupt this, but my uh, almost year old daughter just took two steps. <laughs> can I just add something really quick? I just was going to say, as far as the hazy aspect, a lot of brewers hate that side of it. It's not necessarily the flavor it brings, it's the color, because it is so far against what standards are for IPAs, and that's what gets under a lot of people's skin. So I totally could see the hazy part going away, not necessarily the flavor. Absolutely. So so I, I got a question of the group here. Um, what's, what happens when there's a hot <gasps> shortage? Because we have a hot oh. shortage all around uh-huh. the, the country. So, you know, I know Jordan, you know, and, and you know, Dave knows, but there's a hop shortage and people hold contracts yep. out. So what happens, you know, I mean, I think that could be the end all be all for the haze craze is these brewers hold the hops hostage and then you get no more hops. Steve, you might not get well, that on these. these that's codes, why ruination we'll changed. The, oh, the, the only hop that holds hostage right now is the citra hops. That, that oh, they have, sure. they sell futures, which is the worst. Citra hops. Well, I can beg to differ because I know uh, Mosaic and uh, Galaxy mm-hmm. are both uh, being held up right now too, as well in contracts with brewers. Eldorado is probably going to get that, there soon. Eldorado, well, they're, they're there. They have contracts across states, but. Uh, like in the state of Iowa right now, there's so many hops that are held hostage that the brewers here are using ex- experimental hops to and and mm-hmm. double hopped just to mimic the taste. Mhm. Well, so, there's also right. those like those like uh, New Zealand and Australia hops that oh. are in limited supply that only some brewers in the country are going to get as it is because there's. You know, a limited supply. You're going to send it to other half, or you're going to send it to, you know, the 2,000 barrel brewery, and you know, in one of the flyover states. No offense, but no, no. You know, actually, uh, <laughs> there's certain breweries that are going to get there's right certain breweries that are going to get all the hops. You know, and yeah, that's just how it works. Bar- I was just at Barntown today for uh, for lunch slash dinner, and he had the pal or a half a pallet of New New Zealand hops. And he bought it from a a, a guy, or, you know, a, a brewery that has the contract. Right. That's what they do. They get the contract. They sell it off. I mean, exactly. you know, they have limited supply. It's limited supply. I think I think the haze craze could end because of the hop shortage and the contracts that come uh, out for it. I wouldn't say uh. that the haze craze is not literally. It is not driven by just hops. A lot of that has to do with the yeast that is in that beer. It is not only the hops that makes that whole like hazy. That, 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 that has to do with like those like flavors. All right, you Dave. You fuck with the yeast, right, and that's going to change that beer. All right, Dave. That's true. Like Jordan, no, <laughs> like, Jordan's got a point because like <laughs> because like that anything that's that's New England IPA ish or New England IPA style is it's it's straight oat flakes. And citra, like oh yeah, yeah. I mean so you, yeah, oats, wheat, and flour. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. That's true. All right, so this is a good topic here. We're gonna move on. Um, we have a talk topic here that I know the whole group loves. 
chug or not to chug? Always. What, Always chug. What styles, what styles do you prefer? Does value over perception, Ooh. feeling the need, want to share with friends? I mean, does that all play when you chug a beer? You know, mm-hmm. do you want, uh, do you look at a beer to chug? So, first of all, do you want a certain style of chug? And then does value of that beer come into play? Um, do you do you look at a beer and like, I want to chug, but I want to share with this friends. Do you put a beer down? How does that work? Well, for me. Who are we starting with? Um, <laughs> do I? <laughs> we'll start with Will Davis here. All right. Um, for me, I, the darker the beer, the better it is for me to chug. Um, I really love barrel-aged stouts. Um, I think one of my first, like, solo chugs that I did in this group um, was a 2000, I think it was a 14 KBS. Um, I I kind of, for me, beer is what you make it. Um, it doesn't, like, to kind of go back to the other question about, you know, how breweries are, like, taking stuff out of their cellars and selling it for astronomical prices. Like for me, beer is beer is the people you're with. It's not necessarily the beverage in front of you. Um, and so that's kind of how I like to look at it. But when it comes to chugging, I absolutely love chugging the dark barrel aged beers. They're my favorites. They go down the smoothest. Um, so that, that's what I personally like to do um but uh but yeah barley wine is about the last style i would ever chug because i would immediately vomit <laughs> so, so so just to introduce you guys listening and on the uh live here with us uh we have uh josh's daughter she's making her grand entrance we can hear her <laughs> loud and clear she's all over it she is. She's going to so, be a handful when she wakes up. So go ahead, Josh. You talking about Sophia? <laughs> go ahead. What do you think? Chug or not to chug, man? No? Sounds like a chug to me. He's chugging. <laughs> Absolutely. Steve, <laughs> what about you? Now. Uh, Are you talking to me? Oh, <laughs> absolutely! I said Josh, right? Your name is Josh. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. My apologies. Like I, I like chugging up IPAs. Like that—that's my chug. Like I refuse to chug stouts. Just on the platform of stouts are usually more expensive and uh, sipping and whatnot. But I like to share stouts with multiple people, so, like, I won't chug them like I refuse to. Um, it's mostly IPAs, double IPAs that I'll chug, so. Uh, awesome. Uh, Jordan, what do you think? Yes, I know you like to um, chug. Oh, yeah. No, I'll chug for sure. Um, I would say the thing is, is that beer is beer, and if you own a beer, you can drink that beer however you want. I mean, some may value it higher than others, and you know what, though? It's still your beer at the end of the day. Um, I personally really enjoy chugging stouts. Um, I've chugged my fair share 
do not chug bourbon county it's really acidic i will tell you that right now um i've also chugged my fair share of berliner vices for some odd reason i decided to chug two berliner vices from uh nuclearis the other day and that was a terrible idea oh and cranberry terrible uh, idea don't do it that it was an awful idea but no i i think chugging is fun i think it I think it really brings something to the beer culture. I think it has to do with the people that you're sharing it with. Um, Team building. And like I said, at the end of the day, beer is beer. And the beer that you own is your beer, and you can drink it however you want. I know it may get some people off, but it's still your beer at the end of the day. (laughs) I've chugged a 2010 Black Tuesday. Josh lived through that. I chugged a I chugged I got another one of those if you want to chug it, Chad. I chugged a Lupep Goose 2010. That sounds like one of the worst ideas I've ever heard in my life. It is. Dad chugged a Black Tuesday. It was a horrible idea. I am not advocating to do that because you'll end up the hospital like I did. That is a terrible idea. That's a horrible idea. Dave did one time. And then I think he blacked out not long after. Yeah, it's a terrible idea, horrible idea. Don't do it. But I have chugged whales just because it's my beer. I'm going to chug it, and I'm I'm the same as you, Jordan. It's my beer. I'm going to chug it, and I do it because the 180 comments that came from it were entertaining. (laughs) Anyway. It it, it really cracks me up because it's like, it is your beer. You can drink it how you want, and people get so pissed. And it kind of cracks me up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. So I have a question for the group here. And this is a podcast ritual. I know you guys are listeners here. Um, We're going to start with Josh here. Well, Josh has heard this question. Fuck Josh because I don't like his answer. Will Davis (laughs) is a hot dog a sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, hot dog is not it's a fucking sandwich. Hot I didn't ask. It's a whole group, hot dog. No, a hot dog no. Is an fried bologna is a sandwich. A hot dog is not a sandwich. It's nothing but lists and assholes. Here's here's my stance on hot dogs. It is the American version of a burrito. <laughs> what? <laughs> is a burrito a sandwich? All right, all right. I'm gonna kick you uh, all right. Yeah, burrito, I'm gonna kick you all right now. I have the power. I'm kicking you off from the podcast. Easy, man. Easy. I need I need one one person to take my side to make me happy. It's not a sandwich. What? It is not a sandwich. Anyway, it's not a sandwich. All right, all right, all right. All right. Sandwich. All right we, we've had this debate. Uh, Steve, we got some new members, right, this week? We do. Drama Free has uh, Joey put this together for us, so thank you, Joey. Uh, Drama Free, I guess since the last time we read it off, one, two, three, four, five, six new members this week. I guess that's a light week. Nice. Um, as of as of uh, a couple hours ago, so we're not like up to date. I'm sure next week we'll get you know whoever joined after the last one here. But we have John O'Flaherty. Uh, John O'Flaherty, welcome to Drama Free. Uh, Richard Martin. Jones. Yeah, Chug, Richard Martin, Chug, and Beer Forward. Chug, porches. Um, do it. Welcome. Mac Lamkin. Uh, you know, I'm going off. Yeah, Chug. Chug. Tony Sinat. Chug. Chug. That's, that's Kyle. My that dude oh, that's did your head? Right. Chug twice. Chug twice. On, 
No, Chad. On Tony. On Tony. He did a biff on his thread. His welcome thread. He did a biff and sent beer. Like, that's how you come that's to awesome. Drama Free. That is I fucking like awesome. Yeah, you yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he, I would send out more right if in. I wasn't poor. <laughs> I mean, borderline. Uh, <laughs> lower middle class. All right, all right, Steve, go ahead. Right, two more. We got two more. Kyle Laurie, added by Ryan Chug. Love, the Love Doctor, Chug, and Chug. last one, Jessica Scafidi. Oh, she absolutely. Say who she was added by. Oh, triple like Chug. Chug. All right, like five all times right. for sure. So Chug wants a date for the next week. And then call your daughter yeah. for the last longer than four hours. Chug every day of the week. There needs to be a Monday through Friday chug. There you no. go. All right. So we had <laughs> there we go. Guys. We enjoyed having you guys on. Um, yeah, thanks for calling in, everyone. Hit- it was really fun. We're hitting the hour. Yeah. Um, thank you for filling the void of a couple co-hosts down, busy. They're uh, living their lives, and, you know, we can't blame that. Uh, we all do it. Um, so thank you guys for calling in. And uh, we yeah. enjoyed, yeah. we sure enjoyed the, uh, the conversation. And um, till next time, Steve, send us out, man. All right, man. Thanks to everyone uh, for calling in. Thanks for listening. Drama free. Uh, get at us. Beer for. Oh, before we forget, design uh, logo design competition. We need some. Uh, we need some designs here. We need some. We Absolutely. plan on. We plan on hooking up whoever's design we uh, choose. And maybe, you know, maybe if we really like yours and you're a runner-up, you'll get something too. But, uh, yeah, the plan is to beer bomb whoever's design we choose for our logo. Uh, we're looking for a new logo. So, yeah, yeah, get get those we've designs had, in. We're, I think we're going to keep it open for another week or two, right? Yeah, I think so. We've, we've had uh, two people but, like, ten de- designs that have been actually amazing. Yeah, I saw a couple and, that I liked a lot. Yeah, I, I I've seen a couple like that's it, you know. So if you guys, I'm gonna make a post here tomorrow probably and extend it again. But uh, you know, the designs coming in are pretty amazing. If you guys want to get in, it's free beer. We're all we're, we're gonna bomb the sh- the hell out of you, and uh, send us, you know, whatever you think that this show is. You know, we have a couple of rules, what we want, but uh, send us send us a design, we'll send you beer. I mean, how easy is that, Steve? Yeah. And I'm thinking about, I'll, I'm going to submit some designs, and I'm not even accepting any beer. So, there you go. Exactly. Just, uh, Steve, just to, just to keep the creativity off. up. He's, you know, he, he's just watching in the uh, rafters here, waiting for the, yeah. uh, the, the, the creativity. And then he's like, oh, I got this. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, thanks, Steve, for uh, joining again, co-host Steve here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna take this out on a positive note. This has been a good uh, dialogue, and you know, I'm a, I'm gonna be Joey tonight. Agreed. Nice. I'm gonna be Joey. I'm gonna be Joey. We appreciate you. We appreciate you all. Appreciate you all. Appreciate you all. <laughs> uh, stay sober. Stay gold. Stay gold. All right, guys. Uh, right. You know what to do. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you want to talk about, what you want to hear. Um, Steve and I are out tonight. Uh, there'll probably be a hangout afterwards. Um, you know, stay stay drunk. Make America drunk again. 
And uh, see you guys later. Peace. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama.